Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi there, welcome. Ah, today, have I got a treat for you? Today, I'm talking to Mark Romero, who is a music and energy healer. Um, he just spoke so eloquently. We had the most gorgeous conversation, and oh, and there's a beautiful treat where he plays some music for us towards the end. So make sure you stick around for that. It's well worth it. Okay, enjoy. So welcome to this episode of the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. And today, my guest is Mark Romero from Southern California, and he is a music and energy healer. So welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited, excited to be here to spend our time together. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, me too. You know, it's wonderful because I'm the series of chats that I'm doing I want to talk to as many different people who work with energy and with healing and the aspect that you work in, I find really, really exciting and really um, something that we can all connect with because music is something that everybody loves. I don't think anyone would say they don't like music. You know, it's just, um, and so I, I've just got so many questions, but let's just sort of start at the beginning and just tell me a little bit about what you do and how you do it, and we'll go from there. Well, I, you know, it's funny. I would love to say that I masterfully came up with this idea consciously on my own. Yeah, I'm going to do music <laughs> and energy healing and use music as a way to get energy healing out into the world. But it just kind of unfolded and more so kind of revealed itself. So uh, I've been playing music forever since high school, and it was a hobby. It was something I did for fun. It was never my dream to become a rock star or, or certainly not to do music and energy healing work. 
And so through a twist and turns of number of events and revelations and upheavals occasionally here and there, um, you know, I discovered that I had this ability to do healing and transformational work through music, through energy. And I use music as a way to help people to heal their lives, let go of past traumas, past hurts, past unresolved issues that we all store to one degree or another within our field, within our bodies, and to help people to clear those out. And the second aspect is really focused upon, you know, helping people to awaken and remember who we really are. You know, it's like we've kind of like bought into all these stories of lack and limitation and I'm not powerful and I'm not good enough. And, you know, all those stories are fiction novels. They're not the truth of who and what we are. So I use the same music and energy healing process to kind of help people to peel back the layers and get in touch with their true power, which kind of leads us to the third step, which is to me, as I love this, is how do we manifest? How do we shape and shift the world around us? How do we shape and shift matter and energy into our dreams, into our highest hopes and visions? So those are really the primary areas that I use this work to really kind of accomplish those three, three steps so that people can really play oh, beautiful music throughout their lives and you know, express their true authentic selves and be prosperous and abundant and vibrant and healthy and have joy and fulfillment. And I believe that's our true, natural, harmonious state. It's kind of like what is unnatural is what we've all been put into to one degree or another. And I think there's a calling that's taking place to help us to get back in touch with that and live from that space as opposed to where we've been living from. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And <clears throat> excuse me, I know that I talk to, you know, people who are in the energy business, if you like, if you can call it that, um, you know, who work with energy. And, and there is a sense of that community growing a sense of the importance of what some people call light work, or, you know, just people who are out there trying to raise the energy of people around them of their clients of and, and so on the, the hack that I use that I think is the simplest one is just feeling into gratitude and that instantly raises your vibration um so how did you discover what sort of what how did this come about so you were a hobbyist and a music you know just enjoying your music so what was it there must have been an aha moment where you discovered that this music had some kind of power? Was it something that you were doing for yourself or what? How did that come about? Well, I guess I was doing it for myself, but I wasn't aware what I was doing. You know, mm -hmm. I would go do traditional music gigs and somebody say, oh my gosh, you know, I came in here, I was all stressed out from a hard day at work. I've been listening to you play and now I'm totally relaxed and chilled. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, oh, you know, it's pretty music and, you know, figured music. But I didn't think anything of it. And my wife lara had a friend that ran a wellness center and they had an open house and they wanted to have me come play and so i came and played and after i'm done playing the woman who runs the center comes up to me and she goes i hear these tones in your music now i'm looking at her like i'm like oh man this is one of those woo woo ladies i can just tell <laughs> i married woo woo which is funny but i'm a recovered ceo so at that particular <laughs> point in time i still had my woo-woo conversation yeah. going on. Yeah. And so then she gets right in my face and she goes, and nobody can hear the tones but me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I kind of knew that she was going to go off the deep end. And she goes, let me get a CD from you. I know these scientists. So I gave her the CD, didn't think anything more of it. And then a few weeks later, I get a call from 
a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ronald Jones, who was a former top consultant to NASA and was involved in this study of the negative implications of energy, vibrational barriers in our environment, how they negatively impact our health, our well-being, and our levels of consciousness. So I get invited to this lecture, quantum physics 101 download for me, because I'd never heard of quantum physics or wasn't really familiar with consciousness, so to speak, at this point in time. This almost 20 years ago now. And I'm absolutely blown away at what I'm hearing. I'd never had thought to look at myself as more than who I experienced through my senses, who I saw in the mirror. But that's just the tip of the iceberg of who and what we are. Mm -hmm. So in the course of this lecture, they start demonstrating on stage how things we use every day, like cell phone, laptop computers, chemicals, different you know household chemicals, are compromising our energy and putting us into a state of disharmony. I'm like going, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this. And then while they're doing this, they go, Mark, come up here. We want you to start playing. I'm like, okay. So I go up there and I start playing and I see people's physical energy shift instantly in front of my eyes. And I'm like going, holy cow, what is this? Quite honestly, it's kind of freaking me out. I'm not yeah. sure I want to do this. And I kind of went home that night, not really sure what I had experienced. And then Doc called me like a couple weeks later and, and said, you know, we're so excited. We've discovered frequencies in your music that actually tune and harmonize listeners' energy fields, giving them the ability to rise above the static and noise of all the negative disruptors in our environment to help revitalize their health, their well-being, reduce stress, enhance their mental performance. And, you know, we want to buy a thousand CDs from you and start selling them. I'm like kind of going, okay, now that I can relate to. I'm not sure about all the other <laughs> quantum physics energy stuff, but that's yeah. how I discovered it. And it's out of that random, I guess we could call it occurrence, even though it wasn't random at all, uh, it really revealed to me, um, you know, my gift. Even though I was kind of reluctant to step into it yeah. at first, you yeah. know, but it definitely revealed the possibilities that were there. So, I mean, the, the instant question that comes to me, and this may sound rude, but what's so special about you and your music? Like, there's so much music out there in the world. And I'm not denying that you're, because I, I haven't heard any of your music. I'm hoping that you'll give us a little bit of a demo later, but more Absolutely. of that. We'll see. But no, that's a good question. What is it that that's that's coming is it something that's coming through you what what is is it an instrument what you play the guitar right you know, yes you am miming a strum um is your guitar special you know because everybody ha you know so many people out there with a the guitar there are only so many chords what is it that right. <laughs> do you know what it is or did the scientists find out what it was or was it oh, I, the magic absolutely. in your fingers well, I would like to say it was because I'm so charming, but that's not the case at all. <laughs> I'd like to say I masterfully, as a genius, designed this on some level, but I did not do that consciously. Yeah. So I asked a very question because I was the skeptic. I'm like kind of going, I'm my first response to Doc was, yeah, right, whatever, dude. You know, you're out there on some, you did too much drugs back in the 60s or something. <laughs> I actually told that to him, you know, because we would banter back and forth because he used to tease me as being an uptight corporate guy, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I asked the same question. Well, is it the guitar? Is it the specific notes I'm playing, the style I'm playing? I mean, it was, uh, I play a flamenco nylon string guitar that was made by a guy in Spain, you know, I'm thought maybe use some magical wood or something. And what Doc told me, he said, somehow, some way, you found a way to access uh, 
harmonizing energy frequencies that you bring through you and use your music as a way to get it out into the world. And like I said, I would love to take credit for consciously designing that, but I didn't know. And so to kind of really put it in perspective, I'm in the office with Doc one day. It was really awesome to be able to hang out with a quantum physicist and one of these scientist guys that had more letters after his last name than his last name itself. Yeah. And I told him, I said, Doc, I think you're full of it. He said, you know, let me show you something. So he has me stand on one leg and my knee out in front of me and arms out this way and that way. And then, you know, I'm crunching over. He said, we're going to test strength, flexibility, endurance, coordination, and balance all at once. So he pushes down, I fall over, right? Mm -hmm. And then he like, doesn't even play the music. He just sticks the CD in my shirt. And it was like my whole energy shifted. I became this like pillar of strength and he's pushing and I'm not tipping. And I'm like going, oh my God. I'm like, what is that all about? I see Navy play the music. He said, no, you don't have to. He said, this is something that comes through you. It's not the music itself. You're just using music as a carrier wave. He said, you know, traditional sound healing is very produces specific notes and tones that create mm -hmm. a response to the listener. I'm not doing that. I'm just putting energy out through whatever it is that I play. And then later I learned that you could combine it with intention to help people create a shift if they are willing to, you know, let's say be open to forgiveness or be open to um, more compassion in their lives or perhaps maybe more self-confidence or whatever. Yeah. How extraordinary. So because the the when I'm teaching the chakras and um and working in a sort of literal sense with sound when we're in, you know thinking about throat chakra things, I often introduce my students to the solfeggio frequencies, um, which I'm sure you're aware, and these very specific frequencies that harmonize. And I think 528 is the heart one. And there's, you know, and you can uh, relate a frequency to each chakra, each energy center. Um, to try and harmonize and they are beautiful you know you can find them on Spotify whatever you know they're easily found and they sound kind of along the lines of that sort of music that you would uh, listen to while you were having a massage or that was in the background of a spa or something like that right and um, so what how if you were to describe your music what you know I'm imagining that it's not kind of like spa type music but what <laughs> i know it's very it rude spas, but you know i kind of go down in that space i do play yeah. okay much more lately ambient music has been coming forward but you know i think you know my background well i started off where every kid starts off with rock and roll my inspiration to play guitar british band pink floyd <gasps> you know that was my inspiration to play the guitar yeah. and you know, from there I learned rock and then I got into jazz and then I got into Spanish classical and then I flamenco. And then I've been playing a nylon string for over 20 years now. And it's so it's a combination of finger plucking and I kind of have combined all those styles into my yeah. own. Beautiful. And then lately I've been adding effects in to give more of an ambient type of spa music as you kind of yeah. put it yeah no so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with spa music honestly i listen no, to no. it when i'm when i'm trying to work if i'm trying to write something and i'm not quite in the zone i will go to youtube and i will find something i'll just put it on and on the background and it, it really does help focus the mind it helps me certainly and you know if you go and have a 
treatment or something and there isn't some nice music in the background your your mind goes off in right. thought lists whatever but when you've got that gentle sort of in in the background you know that gentle soft music it, it is it's very um soothing for the brain absolutely so my question is um i come to you and say mark i'm i'm suffering with i don't know anger let's say I'm feeling really intolerant I'm really angry and resistant and just like how do you just go how how does a treatment session how would that how do you personalize it if you like do you personalize it absolutely so let's say if somebody did come with anger and obviously they're angry about something you know and it Yes, you could dive in and swim around and try to find what they're angry about. But it's like, why not deal with the anger itself? You know, I think when somebody comes to me with a session, yeah, I'm going to ask questions. And then over the years, I intuitively am able to kind of hear. It's almost like very sensitive to sound. They're saying something, but there's always an undertone of what their true subconscious belief is with what it is they're saying. Let's say they want to say, you know, I want to be peaceful and blissful, you know, somebody coming with anger. Mm -hmm. They say that, but there's like this undertone saying, but you know what, I'm angry because my father didn't love me enough when I was younger, or I'm angry because my life didn't unfold in the way that I thought it should and when I thought it should. And so there's, you can hear these under things. So I'm kind of like going, okay, this person needs forgiveness. This person needs compassion. This person needs some self-forgiveness, you know, and I can hear what frequencies they're going to need to begin to change that. So there's a tuning in process where I kind of tune into their energy and I hear where they're out of tune. You know, we all get out of tune. It's like the guitar. The guitar gets out of tune. We have to tune it, right? Mm -hmm. And basically healing is just making the disharmonious harmonious, really. It's making disharmonious energy harmonious. That is healing. We can remove all the attachments that people have around healing and, you know, medical concerns and things like that. No, it's just making disharmonious energy harmonious. And so I can tune in and hear where they're disharmonious and what frequencies or intentions will be needed in order to restore harmony. And then I ask the most empowering question, which has to be asked anytime that we deal with our internal uh, cosmology, I guess, is are you willing to set the intention to forgive to whatever it is that they need? You know, we have to be in alignment. The person has to want to be healed. The person has to want to be, you know, to let go of the anger, so to speak. Yeah. And yeah. then the guitar kind of plays me. So the first time that I ever did this, a, a young lady came to me. She was angry because she had been attracting the same kind of knucklehead man for 10 years. You know, no matter what she did, yeah. same different body, same knucklehead. That wasn't the word she used. She used something else, but we'll keep it clean for the sake of the call today. (laughs) You know, so I'm talking with her and I'm hearing resentment. I'm hearing anger. I'm hearing, uh, uh, you know, against father or parent figure. So I asked questions and it ended up that she had had this, you know, volatile relationship with her father for 10 years. And I'm like kind of going, ask her the question, are you open to forgiving your dad? Mm. And she said, yes. So I just got, this was my very first session where I discovered this aspect of the music and working with it. So I go, you know what? I'm going to play you a piece of forgiveness music. 
and I'm going to record it, and I'm going to send it to you. So out comes this piece of music I'd never played before. I recorded it. I sent it to her. Three days later, she calls me up. Mark, you are not going to freaking believe this. I said, what's up? My dad called me today. And he says, 10 years, way too long to have unresolved issues. Are you open to sitting down and talking about reconciliation and forgiveness? She goes, you don't understand. My dad's like macho man guy. He would never do anything like that. And I said, you know, the biggest thing we need to learn is the outer world is a reflection of the inner. You want to change your relationships? You want to change your prosperity? You want to change your health and vitality? You have to go within and change yourself. And here she set the intention. She stepped into her power to let go of something. She worked with this music, playing it in her space, in her environment. And what shows up? An opportunity to forgive what absolutely needed to be forgiven before she was ever going to open to the possibility of creating that relationship. Because basically, she was creating a relationship with her dad for 10 years in different figures, trying to resolve it. And it didn't work that way, you know, because she had never been willing to forgive her father. And so that's where I'm like going, hmm, maybe I'm onto something here. And one, and it kind of was confirmed synchronistically at that point where somebody had sent me a video for a sound healing conference. And I'm watching the video and it's a bunch of boring scientist guys, pocket protectors talking about sound. I'm like, oh man, there's no way I'm going to be able to sit through three days of this. But one guy says one thing. He says, music is the carrier wave for intention. And I'm like, oh, and you know, you hear, hear something that just reverberates through yeah. you. I'm like, oh, wow, we can program music with intention. In fact, we are doing it every day. Every musician puts an intention into a piece of music, whether it's love, compassion, or hate, or rage. You know, there's been plenty of work done on measuring the energy behind music, uh, Dr. David Hawkins and Power Versus Forced as a huge whole chapter on music vibrating at different frequency ranges that give us energy or take it away. Mm. And so that just opened up a whole nother level to work with to literally help people to let go of past unresolved traumas and issues. This is so um, interesting. And to, to be able to direct that energy and that vibration with intention because I mean that the beautiful thing about working with music is that it is so obviously clearly purely vibration that you know and we all vibrate we all have our energy every cell every atom within us is vibrating however still we may be even you know the the, the atoms that make up a rock uh, are vibrating to some degree and so to be able to um use that power of altering the vibration and it's it's harmonizing this is a this is an interesting word that you used it's finding that harmonization and for you it just comes naturally you just set your intention and then it comes and so i'm guessing that it's it's as simple as as being, you know, I mean, we're, we're all very conscious of consciously aware of whatever we think about, you know, if we have that negative voice in our head telling us, you know, oh, I'm never going to get that job or I'm never going to 
get married or whatever it is, you know, the likelihood is that that's going to come true. So you're setting yourself up with your own intentions. And so to put your intentions in actual, like measurable waves of sound is, um, is just a fascinating thing. So do you, um, do you, you've obviously got all your music, you, you release it on your website and, and you sell it in courses and so on. But when you're making your music, do you set the intention to go, right, this, this piece of music is going to be for that particular condition or how does that work? Sometimes, you know, and that definitely shows up when in a session with somebody mm. and then other times just a song will come forward will come out creatively through the creative process. And then I can assign an energy to it later, mm. you know? Okay. So it's like, oh, you know, I like this song. It's in, it's in the key of D or whatever. And, you know, and I just play it, I'll chart it out, you know, and then, and then let's say I'm having a conversation or doing this group session or something. Oh, okay. You know, we really need some compassion in the space. I think I'll make this piece compassion. And then, and so it's like, you can change it. You know, and this is like out there kind of stuff for a lot of people, but why not? You know, if you think about it, we are all the universe in motion. You know, we have divine creative powers and capabilities. We just need to awaken to them. So why limit ourselves from our limiting mind perspective? And yeah, I can program music in different ways, but it shows up in different aspects. Sometimes I'll set an intention, out comes a piece of music. Other times just the creative process of being a musician will birth a song and then I'll assign something to it later. It's like, oh, this really fits well in this piece. And then that's what I use it for moving forward. Yeah, that's wonderful. So I'm very interested in the whole quantum physics side of this. So your friend, the doc, who has who got you into this, obviously you've spent many hours, days, whatever, talking about quantum physics and how it relates. And I have been sort of trying to find a way to explain because, you know, when you when you read something and you know something kind of innately, but you don't know quite how to explain it in a in a very um, obvious way. I feel like you're the person, perfect person to ask um, to ask, you know, the, the, on a on a. A, you know, so we're talking to somebody who is the old you from like 20 years ago, like really skeptical, going like, oh, it's just all a load of nonsense, you know, to explain to them how the vibrations of music affect the vibrations of you and how the vibrations of you within your own body affects you mentally and physically. Well, I think there are some inherent things that people need to realize. And I think we're becoming more open and thank God for quantum physics mm. because, you know, that for the more left brain uptight person like I was, you know, 20 years ago, it really opened up for me to get an understanding of what previously had been kind of professed by, you know, uh, you know, spiritual uh, esoteric type teachings, you know, chakras and auras yeah. and different things. And quantum physics calls it a biofield and energy centers. And, and, you know, so there's this aspect that you realize, okay, you know, quantum physics basically says that everything is energy. Everything is vibrating at different frequencies, your body, your desk, the world around you, everything is energy. 
And we know this now. We look at in the microscope and we go down beyond the molecule. What do we see? Mostly empty space. You know, we're actually mostly made of empty space vibrating energy. Mm-hmm. And so I think people really get an understanding of that when energy is disharmonious, when it's out of tune, it's not in sync, it produces disharmonious outpictures in your life. And so, you know, all of the old, so I guess to kind of put it down in this way, I remember after Doc had transitioned, I really kind of felt like I was out in the wilderness. I didn't know what I was really doing. And I heard this quote one day, which I thought really brought it down to earth. And it says, um, let's see, it goes like, I'm like, I have to remember the quote now. It goes, um, people think we need to seek enlightenment. No, we are enlightened. That is our natural state. The unnatural state is what we have been put into. We have to rise above the vibrational barriers and the limiting belief systems that are holding us in a state of unenlightenment. It's not about seeking it. It's about removing what is stopping us from being what we already are. You know, you already are the masterpiece. You already are divine. You already are intelligent. You already are magnificent. You just have to remove what's in the way of that. Almost kind of like Michelangelo revealed David. He said, I didn't carve David. I just removed the pieces that were hiding David within the rock, the masterpiece within the rock. And that is the perfect metaphor for life. And that is an energetic process. You know, if we look at emotions, that's energy, energy in motion, emotions that determines what frequency you're tuning into, kind of like the old radio dial. It's like we have 88.5 down here, sadness, frustration, anger. You have 108.5 up here, bliss, ecstasy, joy, happiness, all the quote good stuff. And these mm-hmm. are bad, of course, you know, how we've been trained, but it's all just energy. And because we're beginning to realize, I think many of us, that we are expressions of this field of energy and that we've been blessed with this ability to be able to move it and command it. And what a better place to start than with our own selves, with our own personal energy, and Mm -hmm. by doing so, change our state of being, which changes what life reflects back to us. It's kind of like in the modern day world, we've been taught, you know, we, here's a great analogy. We wake up in the morning, we go into the bathroom, we look in the mirror and go, oh man, our hair's all over this way and that way, you know, look like the truck ran over us or whatever. And we want to change the reflection, right? We don't like what the mirror is reflecting. And how we've been taught in the world is to take the brush and to brush the mirror and to try to change it. It doesn't work that way. You have to bring the brush to your head. And so life is an inside out process. It's almost like the universe is just like this big ear listening. Your state of being, your emotions, your feelings, where you're focusing your thoughts, create a broadcast, a resonance, a vibration of sound. You just can't hear it with the ears. The universe hears it, mirrors back listens mirrors back it doesn't judge uh you know you might want to you know change your broadcast nope we're here to experience ourselves and so it mirrors back and i always say like that young lady who was uh, attracting all these knuckleheads in her relationships you want to change that you have to change yourself you can't hold on to resentment against the most you know prominent male figure in your life being your father and expect to create loving 
nurturing healthy relationships it's not going to work until you change it i don't care what date thing you go to what relationship workshop you take we're all here trying to change out here no yeah. you change in here and this changes to match yeah that's such a great analogy i love that do you mind if i steal that please <laughs> <laughs> It's such a good, it's such a great analogy that's trying to trying to mush your hair in the mirror. So talk us through. So I think you know you've made it so you've put it so beautifully, Mark. I'm so grateful to you. Um, so I want to give people an idea of what they can do. And you know, obviously, you've mentioned a couple of the sort of the negative, the things that bring a, that negative vibration into us, things that deharmonize us. Um, obviously, you know, phones are a big thing. Um, you know, but we're now in this modern day, like literally surrounded every day, twenty four seven, with Wi Fi, with radio signals, with mobile phone towers, with you know, 4G, 5G, whatever. I mean, love it. I'm great. I'm glued to my phone 24-7. I have it with me. And I'm fully aware, you know, I've seen those videos where people sort of put their phones all together with sort of popcorn in the middle and they all ring each other and the popcorn just goes, <laughs> you know, there's, I understand that's very clear, but how do we protect ourselves from it without having to make tinfoil hats? Um <laughs> How do we protect ourselves from that? And what are the things that we can protect ourselves from in a, in a day-to-day way? Well, I think part of it is, you're right. It's, and here it comes down to this line, and we've heard this line reverberate through wisdom traditions for thousands of years. Be in the world, but not of it. In other words, be in the world where you're not negatively impacted by it. So if we go back to that radio analogy, we live in a world that vibrates in, at 88.5. Well, what would happen if you could move yourself from 88.5 to 95.5? You're no longer receiving the broadcast at 88.5. You're tuning into a whole different radio station, so to speak. And that's what the music and energy healing does. You don't have to be negatively impacted by it. So that's why these scientists were doing their thing back in the day. And it's kind of interesting. You were talking about chakras earlier. Here's a guy from NASA, you know, you would think would be the most uptight scientist dude with a pocket protector and everything, right? And he's showing me pictures from NASA of the biofield or the aura as the esoterics call it. And the layers of light, of color that coincide with each chakra within the body. And I'm like kind of going, now that's interesting. So each layer correlates to each energy center. That energy field gets compromised by the 80,000 man-made chemicals in our air, food, and water, the 5G, 4G, 3G, smart meters, Wi-Fi, EMFs, all these different things we're exposed to. It gets compromised. And then we wonder why we're seeing these neurological disorders just grow exponentially, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, ADD, ADHD, autism, all these different things because of energy disruption. That's what they were looking for, things to eliminate those negative effects upon the energetic field. And that's what they discovered in the music. And so I'm like kind of, and they did other things too. They, you know, drink chemical or uh, not chemicals, but um, crystals and different things. They were working with all kinds of different things to attempt to regulate and harmonize the biofield because that gave people the ability to be in the world 
but not of it. And so we can definitely transcend it, but I think ultimately the big challenge that comes before all of us is to awaken within ourselves that we have the ability, all of us, to make the disharmonious harmonious. And let me give you an example of that. So you asked the question earlier, well, is it the guitar you're playing, the types of notes? Well, that's what I thought initially at first when I first got into this field. And then, you know, love my wife. I married a doctor of metaphysics, so I married woo-woo, you know? <laughs> you know, so it's like uh, um, she calls me from the park one day. She went to go pick up the kids at school, you know? And she calls me from the park. She goes, "Hun, I just got this intuitive download, <laughs> you know, that you don't need music to do this work. I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, I want you to send energy to my friend here at the park. So I just imagined sending energy to her. So a mile and a half away, she had a physiological shift. Once again, when your energy is in tune, you experience strength, flexibility, endurance, coordination, and balance are all instantaneously enhanced. So a mile and a half away, no music, she has this physiological shift. So then she goes, hey, I've got the crackers here. I want you to send energy to the crackers. So I did. She gives the cracker to another lady, an instant physiological shift. She's over there testing people at the park, you know, giving them an experience. The poor woman's like, well, what kind of cracker is that? You know, <laughs> it's like, so she goes back on the phone. I knew it. It's not the guitar. It's you. And then from that whole cracker thing, I'm like going, you know, what would happen if I put energy into the Wi-Fi router? And lo and behold, the Wi-Fi router became a harmonious broadcaster. It no longer compromised energy. It actually tuned people's energy fields. I'm like going, oh, that's some heavy stuff. I don't think I told anybody for like a year after that. So you know? cool. And it brought cool. up fears in me too. You know, I'm like, oh, this is uh, that's out there stuff, man. You know, I don't know if I want to go down this pathway. And then I'm thinking, you know, here they are. They built this wonderful, beautiful 5D system, right? That everybody's paranoid and freaked out about and worried about with maybe good cause. But what if you could harmonize those towers and those broadcasters in your neighborhood and in your home and your Wi-Fi router so that you're no longer negatively impacted by that. And this is part of the awakening to our power that we all need to realize. Somehow we've been told since day one, we're powerless and weak and can't change the outer world. No. Yeah, that's not like we're true. being buffeted by the winds when in fact we are the wind and that's the and do you know what I, I experienced that in the in the it made made me laugh when you were saying that about the wi-fi because um whenever my husband gets angry the wi-fi goes off but what's so beautiful is this intention so you what you're basically you know what what i'm hearing is that in order to a you know shift ourselves from 88.5 to 95.5 and higher we just need to have the intention to do so it's all about setting our intention and within our and i'm i'm hoping and imagining that within our brains the vibration the electrical currents that create the vibrations within us are then filter outwards through our, our aura or our energy fields and and make that change make that shift and it's the same i guess when you want to put positive intention into into the wi-fi i'm going to go down and have a talk to my router box 
after we've yeah, talked. Absolutely. <laughs> I am. Absolutely <laughs> works. You know, I energize this. Yeah. I energize. And then, oh, I don't have it on. Well, I have this little yoga bracelet on. This has been energized. Yeah. And so, cause, you know, I can't play music all the time. No. You know, in the house or whatever, I go out into the world, I do different things. So I take it with me. And, but that's why, you know, I mean, I'm the same. I've got these two. I've got a crystal here. I'm clutching my citrine, which is like my sunshine. It's so pretty. Nice. The sun's not shining today, but it, it makes me feel like sunshine. You know, that's why crystals work, because they have a frequency. They have an energy that that is, you know, is grounding or uplifting. or. And you can utilize it. You know, I have a quartz spire. Maybe it's probably about this long. Beautiful. And I put energy into it, right? And then I could point it at a person and it will tune their field. Really? And I'm like, oh, that's so that cool, you know? And so, you know, these are just creative little things that I kind of experimented with along the way. And yeah. there is no limitation. I yeah. was doing this presentation at a Awaken Empowered Expo, very spiritual, very, you know, so I went, I snuck down to the vending machine and I, and I purchased a Diet Coke. You know, because let's face it, Diet Coke is probably one of the worst things you could possibly drink, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I, I'm going to do an experiment with this. So here I'm up on stage, you know, 150 people in the room, and I'm doing applied kinesiology tests with Diet Coke, which when you bring in to introduce into the field, it makes the person go weak, you know? So what would happen if I played music to the Diet Coke or put energy into the Diet Coke? So I did so introduce it into a person's field, it's no longer making them go weak. Now that doesn't mean I'm going to go drink it, you know, but it means that the vibrational resonance of that drink change where it no longer compromised the energy of the person. And that to me was intriguing. So you can make the disharmonious harmonious. In fact, not only did it not compromise the energy, it actually tuned their biofield. How could a chemical-filled drink tune their biofield? Because you can harmonize it. So dinner time, harmonize the food. Harmonize or what? Harmonize everything. And because as a result, now you might ask the question, why? Why would we want to do that? Well, we live in an environment that's filled with static and noise that's disconnecting us from that inner guidance, that inner connection to the ultimate super internet. You know, forget the internet we see on our computer screens. There's a field of consciousness that has contains within it all of the information that you need to heal your body, make your dreams come true, fulfill your life purpose, resolve any challenge or situation or problem. You just need to have a good connection. So all this stuff in our environment and the stuff that resonates between our heads, those good old limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions, all of those are disruptors. They disrupt that connection. But when we remove them out of the way, all of a sudden, oh, we can tune into that guidance. We can begin to remember who we really are. We can begin to believe in our power and our essence to transform our life and ultimately to change the world that we live in. Yeah, yeah. And and the the extraordinary thing is, is that you don't, as you just said, you know, you don't have to be in close proximity to that person to be able to to another person or even to that thing to be able to harmonize it so nope. i'm sure that if i asked you to nicely you could wave your 
intention across the Atlantic, all the way across America, all the way across the Atlantic, to me, all the way in east of the UK, and and harmonize my Wi-Fi if you wanted to, because I Absolutely. do I do chakra readings. Um, so I have a pendulum and I just meditate with somebody and we go through the chakras and I find out, you know, which aspects of each of the energy fields is out of balance or whatever. And I can do that to you, you know, in America. And the and it's as true for you as if you were in on the floor in my in my office having a reading. And I've done there is no space and distance. No, that's the perception of the senses, but it's not the reality no. of the energetic world that we live in. By sending energy to somebody in China, on a like a Zoom call, yeah. and then they got somebody over there testing them, and instantaneously their energy shifts. Yeah. There is no different. There's no. There's no time. There's no space. There's no nothing. It's just, I guess, that present moment. Awareness. And again, it's intention, it's intention as well. And I just did a, a Munaki rights course, um, which was led by a beautiful lady that I met when I was in Cape Town in South Africa. And we'd meet on Zoom and she would give the rights over Zoom, you know, whereas she should be sort of here, you know, with my pie stone on the crown of the head or in here or whatever, you know, doing that. But she would just act it out in, in, on Zoom. And and you feel those you feel those things dropping in and you feel that energy it's um yeah it's really really beautiful that we can that we can do that so mark will you will you tr give us a treat and show us your guitar Absolutely. and play Absolutely. some music cuz i would just love to hear something i just happen to have one okay <laughs> as always so this is my you know this guitar i've been playing forever and and um you know, it's 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 amazing what's opened up out of it and what I've learned out of it. So I have to take my moments every day to honor it and play it and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I think um, so what I'm getting called to play is something to support people on their journey through life. This is an unfolding. This is a it's a journey. It's a process. You know, we think we want to wake up tomorrow and be completely enlightened and all that. No, not really. We'd be bored. Then what would we do next? You know, it's like, okay, let's go on this journey. You know, we're all playing the cosmic hide and seek, you know, hide our divinity, hide our power, hide our essence, our awesomeness and all that, and then spend a lifetime reclaiming it and experiencing it. And out of that, what sometimes can feel like a masochistic game, uh, you know, out of that whole process, though, we evolve, we learn, we experience. It's one thing to look at a picture of the Eiffel Tower, for example, and see it on your computer screen, but it's another thing to experience experience it so out of experience here in the world of polarities where we get night and day and high and low and new new moon and full moon we get to forget and then re-remember and so this is all about that journey and that process so as we have been discussing i always invite people to set an intention are you willing to set the intention to open to another level of your magnificence another level of your unlimited potential don't need to know how, get that conversation out of the way. Just set the intention, step into your power and I invite you to sit back and just breathe in the notes. And I'll throw some little prompts in here and there to assist you. So just take some nice deep breaths. We're all on this journey. 
journey to remembering and experiencing who we really are. So just set the intention to remember. to assist you on your journey. Take another deep breath. And remember. Let's take some nice deep breaths. And one thing that I love to do after any of these processes is I, I want you to take an act of kindness for yourself within the next 24 hours, a dedicated act of kindness to set in motion your intention. And then look to see what shows up for you. Look to see what pops into your experience. Look to see what shows up. Follow the synchronicities. Follow the ahas, the creative ideas, the little breadcrumbs that life leads on the way that are going to take us on this journey to, you know, revealing that masterpiece that's within us, transcending our, our you know, challenges in life and the obstacles we're facing, recreating our experience, you know, revitalizing our health, our well-being, opening to more prosperity and abundance, and then ultimately 
holding the space for the day comes collectively where we utilize that power to recreate the world that we live in and quit looking to forces outside of ourselves to tell us to what to do or how to do it and stuff and to begin to recreate and change the space that we live in. Because if we're, I'll throw this message in, it needs to be said, if we're waiting for some crusty old politician guy to, you know, create wonderful change in our lives, well, let's face it, we're going to be waiting a long time. I don't think they're really invested in positive change. So let's change it ourselves. And let's realize that power within ourselves to change it. And that's, I think, the space that I want to hold op open to. But it all starts in our own experience, in our own life. And then from there, we shine brighter. We uh, put this light out into the world around us. And we begin to uplift others around us simply by our state of being. Don't even need to say anything. You want to change your spouse, change yourself. And then your relationship <laughs> will change. <laughs> I threw that in because, you know, your story about the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, Mark. I really, that was so beautiful. I was sitting there just with this, oh, I feel, I feel so blessed, so lucky to have had that little experience with myself. I'm obviously going to share it with hundreds of people on the, on the podcast, but that was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today, Mark. It has been a delight. It really has. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and the opportunity to share and, and uh, it's been beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.